Good morning, friends. Pastor Chuck Blair here. Great to have you joining us here this morning. And this morning is one that is uh, is a real world, real world issue, and one that will hopefully, hopefully, we can smile our way through. And it's it's answering this question: What can we do about about the mean people in our lives? What can we do about the mean people in our lives? Now, now we all have that, right? We all have people in our experience who are just plain hard to get along with and who, you know, if we were if we were to capture a word, it might be the word mean. Yep. They're just they're just plain mean. And and what do we do about that? So we're gonna look at that today. So wonderful to have you join me in this in this little conversation. So the line from the Bible we're looking at here is is a really fascinating line. We've been talking about Cain and Abel. Think Cain, that part of our brain that just wants to be right, highly argumentative, always needs to be right. And a part of our brain that's really concerned, and this is who we actually were created to be, far more loving. And this part, always argumentative, always judgmental, always, you know, just the, the, the garbage going on in our head, you know, does some serious injury to the part that just wants to be loving. Um, and, and then there's this little tiny, this little tiny crack in the armor. Now, now again, real important for us, remember, we're really supposed to look at this within ourselves. Like, where am I being? this way and where am i being highly judgmental and and maybe even maybe even on the mean side and and it also seems appropriate to say yeah and sometimes other people are that way it's not that it's always about us it's it's well, that should be our first response and then we can start to think okay yeah and there are other people who struggle with this and how how should i relate to that how should i do that so here's this little chink in the armor and this is from genesis 4 verse theme Verse 13, and this is Cain talking to God. And Cain said to Jehovah, my wickedness is too great to be taken away. Wow, that's an interesting line. So here's here's this moment of self-awareness from Cain, like that idea, this highly judgmental part, this, 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 this constant racket, this judgmental part. Um, all of a sudden it's like, man, uh, it's a bad, it's a bad deal. You know, it is a bad deal. This is, this is not working out for me in my life. That moment of catharsis, I think is really important. Does he, does he change his life's trajectory? You know, sort of, uh, but it's, but it's an important awareness. So, so, you know, it just brought to my mind. Yeah. How do we, how do we do that? Because I think, I think I would start from this. I think most of the people I know who really struggle with how they come across, who come across as a very mean, judgmental people, most of the time when you pull a few layers off, they know it. They know it. They can pick up on the fact that other people sort of keep them at arm's length. And, and they can pick up on this as well. They know that that's the same thing that's going on in their heads. It's really important. They know that it's the exact same stuff that's going on in their head. So whatever's getting projected out also is getting projected in for most people. I mean, I'm sure there's somewhere it just goes all out. But for most of them, what gets projected out gets projected in. And they're like, man, this this part of me, this just doesn't this just doesn't work. Now, can they actually do something about that? You know, some of the time, yes. Some of the time, no. Some of the time it's just too ingrained. Um, a habit sometimes, and it's the same with all of us, right? Too ingrained a habit. We have, we have, we, we, in our mind, mistakenly believe we have too much to lose by, by backing off, by softening. Um, but all that, all that is really part of life, right? All that is just part of life. So what can we do? What can we do here? Like, cause you're, you know, we're all going to experience that, that meanness of sorts. And there's a couple of things. 
you know, I was thinking three. Number one, don't feed it. You know, I, I know for me, and I, I can fall into this really easily, and I can definitely can, can promote this, is if I'm in a bad way or someone else is in a bad way, it's easy to join them in a bad way. <laughs> you know, uh, if they're complaining, if they're angry, if they're upset, it's very easy to join them and sort of just keep on throwing wood on the fire. And that's 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 no good. So so number one, don't don't join them in that racket. You know, find a different way to connect. One way to connect, and I love this. I was reading Rabbi Jonathan Sachs this morning, who's just a brilliant theologian, and he said in the Jewish tradition, which I loved this idea. He said, "Loving loving your enemy means doing something for your enemy." That's kind of interesting, right? Loving your enemy means doing something for your enemy. That's an idea too. You know, what what is there something you could do for them that would be nice? Again, and and know know that that you know, a fair amount of the time they may look at it as like uh, they're tr- you're trying to manipulate them, whatever. But just that those little nice things uh, make a difference. I mean, just this morning I was I was thinking about that great that great movie where where the winter warlock. Some of you will put it on the comment, I'm sure, where the winter warlock gets given a little choo choo and his heart melts and all his magic goes away, but he's happy now because somebody finally gave him a gift for Christmas. You know, I think that's that's what what Jonathan Sachs is talking about. You know, it's one thing to say like, "Oh, I love my enemy," but but the question is, can you actually do something for your enemy? Can you help them in a way? And then there's this one, and I've mentioned this uh, a fair amount preaching, but I think it always deserves repetition because it's so powerful, which is, which is for some people, we can't, we just can't be around that. It just is, it just is too much. It overwhelms, it, it uh, incapacitates us, it brings us down. We need to be really aware of that. If the energy is just totally depleting and, and energy is going totally out, we just need to be aware of that, right? And, and sometimes in those situations where, where you know, we, we know we can't join them in that garbage. And number two, we know there isn't necessarily anything we could do for them because it's just at that point in the relationship. What, what might be a third option? Well, a third option is just to very prayerfully think of this difference. And I, I'm totally ripping this off from another author, but I loved it. They said, they said, uh, this is Serene Jones, by the way, is the author. She said, sometimes while we can't love other people, we can send our love to other people. Can't love other people, we can send our love to other people. Uh, she's she's in the context. She had it was raised by a mother who was extremely mean and did uh, lots of damaging things to her and her family and her her, uh, you know, it, it just it just was bad. I mean, the book she writes a great book about it, but it's but it's hard stuff. And she got really clear that there was never going to be this, you know, she was always yearning for like this big moment and you know, cue the Hallmark movie and cue the lights, and it would be this beautiful moment of reconnection. It never really was. But what she got clear and to say, oh, okay, so I can't love my mom the way I might like to love my mom, but what I can do is I can send my love to my mom. That's really interesting. And I think that's the Swinaborgian concept of why goodwill is so central to, to our spiritual lives. You always get to choose goodwill. Always, 100% of the time, you get to choose goodwill. You get to choose to just hold other people with goodwill. Doesn't mean you know, you're not upset. Doesn't mean you're not angry at them at times. Doesn't mean you're not going to have to distance yourself. But can you still come from that basic goodwill? Like, I am just going to wish you well. Every day, I'm just going to wish you well. 
so there's there's a thought folks and and uh to so just hold on to that for today you know like what do you what do you do you know again remember they probably know just like kane in the story they probably know every bit as much as you do that they struggle with with acidic behavior we'll just leave it at that and what what are the options we have there well don't join them in it number two think if there's something you can do for them that would would somehow make a difference loving's doing and if if you just can't you know just as best you can very gently and softly and prayerfully send your love to them don't send them a nasty gram back saying i'm just sending my love to you from now on but just you know in your heart like sit in that goodwill place because i I think in a, in a bigger sort of karmic sense, that really that really does matter. So that's that's my thought for today, folks. I hope that makes sense as you go into the weekend. And uh, yeah, and we'll we'll wishing you a really great weekend. And and yeah, we'll see it. We'll see you on hopefully on Sunday. Um, on Sunday, Curtis Childs will be will be delivering the message at New Church Live, and I'm honored to be delivering the message over across the road at the famous Bernathan Cathedral. And then we are all meeting for lunch afterwards with Lunch with the Pastor. If you're in town, you're more than welcome to join us for that. You can just text me with, with to ask for details on that. So with that, friends, let's get a little meditation, a little, little prayer, uh, and a little blessing, and then say hi to folks on social media. So let's, first off, get a little breath. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know that I. Be still and know that. Be still and know. Be still and. Be still. Be. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so upon the earth. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you, bring you peace, bring you home. Amen. 
So folks, God bless. Wishing you all the best. Have a, have a great day. Have a safe 4th of July weekend. We will not, because the 4th is on Monday, uh, I will not actually be online on Monday. So, uh, you know, wishing you folks all the best. Have a great and safe weekend, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.